Hi, this is David. Eating right is often hard these days, but eating better is easy with Factor's ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. With Factor, there's no prep and no mess. Their meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Plus, Factor is less expensive than takeout, and you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. What are you waiting for? Discover Factor's wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash living50 and use code living50 to get 50% off. That's code living50 at factormeals.com slash living50 to get 50% off. Thank you. Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. Today's reading was edited and adapted from Ambition and Success by Orson Sweat Martin, published in 1919. Everywhere we see people who have been robbed of their purpose. They are ambitionless, restless, mere shadows of their possible selves. Ella Wheeler Wilcox gives some advice that the dissatisfied and unhappy person may heed to advantage. She says, Do not waste your vitality in hating your life. Find something in it which is worth liking and enjoying, while you keep steadily at your work to make it what you desire. Be happy over something every day, for the brain is a thing of habit, and you cannot teach it to be happy in a moment if you allow it to be miserable for years. To hold the conviction that you are in the world for a purpose is a powerful tonic. To know that you are here to help, that you have a part to perform which no one else can play, because everyone else has their own part to fill in the great drama of life. If you do not play your role, there will thus be something lacking in the world. No one ever amounts to much until they feel this pressure, that they were made to accomplish a certain thing in the world, to fill a definite part. Life then seems to take on a new meaning. Sir John Lubbock says that few of us realize the wonderful privileges of living, the blessings we inherit, the glories and beauties of the universe, which are ours to own if we take them and the extent to which we can make ourselves what we wish to be, or the power we possess to secure peace, to triumph over pain and sorrow. We go through life with our eyes steadily fixed on some distant goal, straining every nerve to reach it. On the way we pass innumerable opportunities to help people over rough places to brighten and beautify the commonplace life of every day. 
but we see them not. We were made for growth, to realize peace, poise, and satisfaction. An ambition to be a person of character, to stand for more in our community, to push our horizon farther and farther away from us, to think a little higher each day, to have a little more faith in ourselves and in everybody else, an ambition to be of real use in the world, is an ambition worthy of the person God created, and cannot but bring happiness to you. When do you expect to do the wonderful things you've been dreaming about? Why don't you begin? What are you waiting for? Why don't you start? Are you waiting for a quote, good thing to come to you? Waiting for someone to help you? Don't you know that nothing is more demoralizing to the life, weakening to the character, than to be constantly wishing and dreaming of the great things we are going to do, without a corresponding effort to actualize these dreams? Wishing without a corresponding effort to realize degenerates the mind, destroys initiative. How many people deceive themselves into thinking that if they keep aspiring, if they keep longing to carry out their ideals, to reach their ambition, they will, without any other effort, actually realize their dreams. They do not seem to know that there is such a thing as aspiring too much. Our visions are the plans of a possible life, but they will end merely in plans if we do not personally follow them up with a vigorous effort to make them real. Just as an architect's plans will end in drawings, if they are not followed up and made real by a builder, there are three things we must do to make our dreams come true. Visualize our desire. Concentrate on our vision. Then work to bring it into reality. The tools necessary for this are inside of us, not outside. No matter what accidents of birth or fortune, there is only one force by which we fashion our life, the mind. All people who have achieved great things have been dreamers, and what they have accomplished has been in proportion to the vividness, the energy, and the persistency with which they visualized their ideals, held on to their dreams, and struggled to make them come true. It is one thing to have the ability and the desire to do something distinctive, but doing it is a very different thing. Oliver Wendell Holmes says it does not matter so much where we stand as the direction in which we are moving. In what direction are you moving? There are hundreds of thousands of people in this country today who have splendid ambitions, who have made resolutions to carry out those ambitions, but who are cowering victims of doubt, which keeps them from making even a start. They are just waiting. They are unable to make a beginning while this monster of doubt stands at the door of their resolution. They are afraid to burn their bridges behind them, to commit themselves to their purpose. At the very outset of your career, 
It is a splendid thing to make up your mind that you are going to be a conqueror in life, that you are going to be the king of your mental realm, and not a slave to any treacherous enemy, that you will choose the wisest course, and no matter how forbidding or formidable the difficulties in the way, you will take the turning which points toward the goal of your ambition no matter who or what may bar your onward path. Don't let doubt stop your efforts. Don't let it paralyze your beginning and make you a pygmy, so that you will not have tried to make good when you have a waiting giant inside you. Confidence, self-assurance, self-faith, these are the great friends which will kill the traitor of doubt that you have an almost uncontrollable impulse, a great absorbing ambition to do a thing which meets the approval of your better self, is a notice served upon you that you can do the thing and should do it at once. Don't be afraid of taking responsibilities. Make up your mind that you will assume any responsibility which comes to you along the line of your legitimate career and that you will bear it a little better than anybody else ever before you. There is no greater mistake in the world than that of postponing present responsibility, thinking that you will be better prepared to assume it later. It is accepting these positions as they come to us that gives us the preparation, for we can do nothing of importance easily or effectively until we have done it so many times that it becomes a habit. How often do we hear people make a remark like, I know that I ought to do this thing today, but I don't feel like it. So they perhaps procrastinate, or let the things slide along, and do just the opposite to what they know they ought to do. If those who are disappointed with what they have so far accomplished would only make up their minds that for one month they would force themselves to do the things they dislike, but which they know would be for their own good, they would get a new start on the road to success, a stronger grip on themselves and their possibilities. On this very resolution to do the thing which is best for you, no matter how disagreeable, no matter how humiliating, no matter how much you may suffer from sensitiveness or a feeling of unpreparedness, everything depends. Why be afraid to demand great things of yourself? Affirm your ability to do and be what you envision, and powers which you never dreamed you possessed will leap to your assistance. Trust yourself. Every heart vibrates to that iron string. There is no one that can shut the door which leads to any legitimate ambition, to a larger, fuller life, but you yourself. There are no obstacles, no difficulties, no power on earth, nothing but you yourself that can make God's promise to humanity void. We are all reservoirs of power, and what we make of ourselves, what we achieve in life, 
is not dependent on the outward things, but on the extent to which we draw on our hidden forces, our latent talents and resources. Whatever comes to us in life, we create first in our mind. As a building is a reality in the architect's mind, before a stone or a brick is laid, so we create mentally everything which later becomes a reality in our achievement. Our heart longings, our soul aspirations, are something more than mere figments of imagination. They are prophecies, predictions, couriers, forerunners of things that can become realities. Hold the picture, the plan of the man or woman you long to be, and that you are resolved to be, and stick to your mental plan of a glorious future. Do not give up in your discouraged moments, or allow any obstacle to blur your ideals. Persist in visualizing the ideal person you are determined to be, and always think of yourself as you are determined to become. This mental attitude will help you match your dream with its reality, for there is a magnetic, attractive power in such a mighty purpose, in clinging to one unwavering aim.